Adam Crowley. Come with me, and you'll see. It's a world filled with all the meat that you want. The Adam Crowley Show on ESPN Pittsburgh. You found the Crowley Show, where your mom listens, and you should too. 412-922-2874 is the number to call, or you can join the cast of dozens that follow me on Twitter, at underscore Adam Crowley. Brian LaMartina sitting across from me, shirtless Tom behind the glass, and pleased now for the first time on the Crowley Show to be joined by Fat Jack Ross from FatJackSports.com. Fat Jack, how you doing, man? What's up, Adam? How you doing today? I'm sitting outside the wind trying not to die of heat stroke. How are you? I'm jammed up. I hope you don't die of heat stroke, although that would probably make for some good radio. Uh, We had a couple of questions to ask you before we get to any of the gambling stuff, and the first one being, is your nickname an ironic thing? Like, are you a skinny dude who goes by Fat Jack? Oh, I wish. I wish I was (laughs) skinny. No, I'm, I'm one of those guys, even a skinny mirror doesn't do me justice. I mean, I... No, I I used to, when I was in college, I used to race people in the parking lot of this restaurant on foot for 40 yards. And if you could beat me, you got a $100 gift certificate to the restaurant. But I got one inch per pound head start <laughs> that I outweighed you by. So we'd take it outside the Monday night of the halftime, halftime of the Monday night football game, and I'd race you on foot. But I got one inch per pound head start. I raced people for three years. I lost once. Whoa. So I was pretty... Pretty fast for a fat guy. Now I'm old and fat, but no, I, it's not sexy. I mean, I, I I range somewhere around three bills. I mean, I carry it pretty well. You can go to my website, fatjacksports.com. There's a couple of pictures. Now my producer's fatter than I am, so he's really he's like super fat. I try to surround myself with super fat people. That way, I look even. I look better. But I, yeah, I'm listen. I'm not winning any beauty contests anytime soon. So, uh, but yeah, fatjacksports.com. I'm certainly not the ironic fat. I, I've got. Calorically challenged, as they say. My producer's fatter than me, too. Uh, FatJackSports.com is where you want to go. 96% of sports gamblers lose on a yearly basis, and Jack's system is simple. Uh, give us some of the trade tricks, my friend. Well, here's the deal. I mean, it's like, it's a little bit like I compare it to everybody. Everybody loves football. Everybody watches football, and I'm a football and basketball guy. I always tell people if Pete Rose couldn't make money betting on baseball, then I would probably have trouble make money betting on baseball. So I don't, I don't have a baseball package. You get those for free. And the football and, and basketball is kind of my thing. I've been doing this for 20 years, and I was like everybody else. They used to lose betting on sports. And I had a real estate investment company, and then I got better. I tried to figure out what it was that it took to turn a guy from just being good at football or whatever or knowing trivia to somebody that could win. And there are about 4% of the people that can win betting on sports. And, I, and over the last 20 years, it's not just me. I know a lot of these people. And so – uh, it's kind of a small group of us, and, and and I know a lot of those people and get their selects and some of those as well. And it's about how to value the information. It's about what to look at. But if a normal guy, I, I equate it to going to the fair. You know, you go to the fair and you see the ring toss. You know, when you were a kid, you went out to the fair and, and you maybe took a girl at 20 bucks and you thought, heck, I'm going to go win the big, the big stuffed animal. You went up and threw all the rings, and the next thing you know, you're broke and you're walking around. Your girlfriend doesn't have a stuffed animal. And you're going to have the end of the show and looking at all the, the cars that you can't afford and everybody's sad. That's kind of how sports gambling is. Everybody loves football. Everybody wants to bet on it. But if you talk to most 40 year old guys, they have a story of, I used to bet on football and then this, this happened. 96% of the guys have all tried it and lost. And so if you're not one of those people that you 
are, if you're a dentist or you're a doctor or you're a mechanic, I don't know how to change my own oil, all right? But I know how to win betting on sports, all right? I put in the work. I put in the time, and I know how to evaluate the information. Uh, what makes me different from most handicappers, A, I don't lie. B, everybody gets the same picks. Uh, those picks are then everybody gets those picks, text or email to them. I've been doing this for 20 years. Those picks are then posted, graded, and documented online. And unfortunately, if I lose, if and when I lose, I'm the only handicapper that says, yeah, we are going to have some losing days and weeks. When we lose, we'll come on this show and we'll talk about that because I promote responsible gambling. I promote money management. I, you can win playing the games against the spread and betting on games, um, but you just can't do it opening the paper on Friday and playing your gut. You can't bet the Steelers every single week and win. How dare you? FatJackSports.com. I wish it was that easy, but it's not. So FatJackSports.com, go check it out. And, and those picks have been all put right there. For everybody to see. So when you sign up, you're going to get the same picks I'm betting right now in Vegas and each and every week, and then they're going to be posted there. You're going to get to see them and uh, after the games go off, obviously, and then we'll talk about them. And over the last 20 years, 19 of those years, we've won in football and 19 we've won in basketball. So you can make money. There is hope, but you just can't do it by opening the paper. And in, in, in Pennsylvania, you know, things just got real because it's not just the guy betting illegally down the corner or betting overseas or going to Vegas. Everybody over the, you know, they, they've made the getting a sportsbook license real expensive. Mm-hmm. So it's taken a little bit of time, but over the next few months to a year, there are going to be sportsbooks opening up all over Pennsylvania. And a lot of people are going to have the opportunity to bet. We want to give them the opportunity to win. And so, uh, you know, the, you can join the 4%. You just can't do it by opening up the paper and guessing. What's the process to get involved with you on fatjacksports.com? It's real simple. Go, go and, uh, you just uh, go to the packages. Look, the only, pr- the only difference in the price is how long you sign up. It doesn't matter how much you bet. It's $50. I've got to bet $50. I've got to bet $50,000 a game and everywhere in between from all over the country. And if you sign up for a week, you pay a little bit more for the picks. And if you sign up for the whole year, so the longer you sign up, the less you're going to pay per pick. The picks are text to your cell phone. They're emailed to you. You can go on the website and punch in a pin and password and get the selections. But nobody's going to call you. Nobody's going to upsell you. Nobody's going to try to sell you, you know, try to convince you there's an underdog lock and you need to pay more. None of the things that a lot of guys are used to from handicappers, I don't do any of that. And that sets me apart. And I can do that because I'm actually a gambler that actually wins with my picks. This is all unique information that a lot of people are not used to in the world of handicapping. But you know, we come on this show each week. We're going to break down games. We're going to talk about the Steelers. We'll talk about why well, I know you're a West Virginia fan. We could talk about Dana Holgerson's latest tantrum because that guy needs <laughs> He's like me. He, that dude needs medication. I mean, we can admit that, right? I probably need medication. I think he self-medicates. He I, I do, too. So he and I are on the same page. I mean, I, I probably am bad. He and I are both very similar in, in balance. But I'll tell you what, the guy knows how to coach football, and I know how to pick winners. So we, we bond on that level. We're going to talk about West Virginia. We'll talk about the Steelers. But most importantly, if you want to win, you get signed up, and you get consistent winners over the course of the season. Don't leave your brain at home if you're betting on sports. You have to treat it more like a business and less like a hobby because it's, not, it's a lot like going to the fair and playing those games if you're just opening the paper and playing your favorite teams. You're going to be in the 96% that loses, and not the four percent that wins. I can help you join the four percent, but you, you know, you got to invest a little bit of money and then be consistent with what you're doing. Uh, responsible gambling, money management, those type of things have to have to be a part of it. 
Fat Jack joining us here on the Crowley Show, FatJackSports.com. We're going to break down a lot of the games coming up next weekend around college football, but in terms of season win-loss totals and over-unders, last numbers I pulled up for Pitt were over-under 5.5, Penn State 9.5, and and West Virginia at 7. Not sure that's where they all are right now, but what do you think about those? Yeah, I'll tell you, West Virginia, Pitt's 5.5 for sure. Um, No real opinion on that one. You know, part of making money on these futures are knowing which ones to stay Mm. away from and which ones to, to play. Um, in the Big Ten in general, I, I would I would not play Penn State, and if I did, I'd lean toward the under a little bit. They have a lot to replace, especially the coaching side. They obviously have to replace Barkley, um, and with all those the, the coaching change that they have to do, look for a, just a little bit of uh, chemistry issues for sure, and uh, and uh, some issues with that. Um, it, but I will tell you, in the Big Ten, I absolutely like Wisconsin. They don't have to play Ohio State this year. To look for them to run the table. I think they're going to go all the way to the championship game for sure. Um, other than that, I mean, I would probably stay out of the Big Ten as far as the futures bets go. Um, West Virginia, they are the sexy pick in the Big 12 with a lot of people, and I agree with that. Not only are they uh, loaded on offense, they're going to have to learn to stop some people on defense for sure. They have to replace people on that side of the ball. But they are loaded on offense. They get their quarterback back. They've got Holgerson, obviously knows how to coach offensive ball. They've got the three kids that are all all on the All-American team. So they're going to score a bunch of points. Um, I actually had them side and total in the game when he broke his hand against, broke his finger against Texas. And he ended up getting there total-wise, but didn't get there on the side with, with them. Um, I think they're going to – and the Big 12 is wide open. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma, absolutely. Kyler Murray is not a lot to be great at OU at quarterback. They're going to be. That's, they're definitely coming back to the pack a little bit, and that league, top to bottom, although solid, is not. There is not a given there. West Virginia could absolutely be playing in the end for the championship in that league, and off, especially if their defense comes up and can stop some people up front. They've got to replace a lot of pieces, but that number's low. I mean, they should absolutely win more than seven games. So over the total with West Virginia for sure. And that's not me pandering to the host in Pittsburgh. I, I, I feel pretty darn good about that now, Fat Jack. I feel real good about that. You and my boy Dan are spirit animals. We got shirtless Tom now wants to ask you a question. Yeah, Fat Jack, uh, moving on, looking at college football more of like a national scale with as far as futures are concerned. Like, Give me like a, like a sexy pick to like put in for the national championship this year. Like Right now in front of me, I'm looking at Michigan 14-1. to that, that looks pretty good to me. Am I, am I crazy? You are because here's the problem with <laughs> – I mean, I'm sorry, but here's the problem with Michigan. We see this a ton, all right? You get a coach like Harbaugh, this big personality that, that climbs the mountain, promises the moon to his fan base, and then kind of plateaus a little bit. Can't quite get over the hurdle. What happens? We saw this in Nebraska. We've seen it in Florida. We saw it at A&M. We saw it just recently with A&M. I love Kevin Sumlin. You know, he was at OU. We used to play Bunko together. Guy's awesome. But we've seen this all over Bunko. the country. <laughs> I don't know. They called it Drunko. All right, him, uh, Kevin Wilson, Sumlin, all those guys, awesome. But anyway, uh, the, so we saw it with them. You see this with these coaches. They, get, they promise the moon. They hit this plateau, and all heck breaks loose. They, you don't plateau at these type of universities. And the first sign of problems, they, you either go up or down. You don't stay the same. And I don't like patterns over the long run, but with a school like Michigan, they're either going to get over the hump this year or they're going to they're start trending backwards. I think Michigan State is a problem for them, and I already thought I like Wisconsin in the Big Ten. And Ohio State, as many problems Urban Meyer is having right now, 
listen, once that ball snaps, those kids don't give it. They don't care who's beating who's not. They're not interested in that. Those guys are playing for uh, Saturday from next. That's all they care about. They're not interested in any of that. So don't mistake what's going on off the field at Ohio State or not even off the field, just with their head coach, with what's going to have what's going to happen on on the field. So I, I no, I don't like I don't like Michigan. I don't think they're going to take that next step, and they're actually nine right now. So they're working up a little bit since all the Ohio State issues. But uh, I don't love Michigan. I would say uh, Wisconsin's a sexy pick out of the Big Ten for sure. I'll give you one that nobody will ever look at. Here's what you need to look at with futures: a team like Nevada. Who cares about Nevada? All right, nobody. Reno is a dump. All right, you go to do Reno, you're probably laying over to go somewhere else. Uh, there's a lot of meth in Reno. Nobody likes Nevada, right? You're, you're, there's bad buffets. It's like the poor meth meth addicted sister to Las Vegas. But here's what's good about Nevada: they, they their coach Newell um, is from Oklahoma, and I know a little bit about him. He is a really good football mind. He recruited great over there. They have a running back that just came in there. He is an absolute all-star. And they're a team that the perception of what's happening there does not match the reality of what's happened. They only won three games last year. The total is six, and they have got it going. They, he recruited well, and nobody knows about it. So when you're looking at win totals, that's what you want to find, a team that nobody knows that great things are happening, but they are. Because that, then the general public's not going to push that up. Las Vegas leaves it at a manageable number where they're going to beat the Pazzies but not be able to beat anybody they're not supposed to, that's what you're looking for. They'll get money under, they'll get money over, but the reality is they're going to win a couple of games nobody expects them to. That's Nevada. Play over the six wins on Nevada this year. That's easy money. That's a layup. Last thing here for you, uh, Fat Jack. What's one team that might be bloated, one team that people think, oh, they're going to be great, that maybe might sneak in on that under? Michigan's absolutely is a, is a candidate for that, and Oklahoma absolutely yeah. a candidate for that. Uh, that's in my backyard, obviously. Uh, Kyler Murray, great at baseball, rich guy, driving around in a Ferrari in Norman, Oklahoma, which stands out like a sore thumb. That'd be like me walking around in a Speedo up there in, in uh, Pittsburgh. <laughs> Nobody's going to love me to see that. I mean, I drive a Tesla, and everybody looks at me like I'm crazy. You drive around a Ferrari in Norman, you're either dealing drugs or wanting to sell them so, uh, or wanting to buy them. So uh, he, he definitely he might be great at baseball, but uh, he, he was a great athlete in high school. But they are not prepared for him to – he's going to have to be at least 80% of what Baker Mayfield was for them to be as good as they need to be to run the schedule. And on defense, they have holes. They had holes last year. Their secondary is not very good. Schematically, they do some things that they really are not very sound in. But they're a team absolutely you should look to probably underachieve this year. Um, look at Oklahoma to underachieve. The Big 12's wide open. Uh, that's why I like a team like West Virginia to be over their total of seven and OU probably to be under. Fat Jack Ross, FatJackSports.com. Really appreciate you taking the time. Can't wait to be doing this every week, man. I'm excited, guys. I love Pittsburgh. I'm excited. I'd like to get up there and meet you guys in person. And, uh, yeah, you guys want to, guys out there, you're playing the games. Go to FatJackSports.com. What you see is what you get. When we lose, I will talk about it. Most of the time, we're going to turn a profit. Long term, we're going to have a great season. I'm excited to come on each week and uh, break down the games and hopefully make people some money over the year. My man, when you come back, bring the Tesla, all right, and then we'll all hang out. Brother, it's like driving a roller coaster, all right? A P90D will get after it. Take care now. 
All right, have a good week. That's Fat Jack for FatJackSports.com. I like that dude. The one thing he did say that is wrong, we're going to have to talk about this next week. I know he's got a tight schedule, so I don't want to keep him too long, is that he wouldn't look out of place walking around in a Speedo as a fat guy in Pittsburgh. Everybody looks like that, man. They just wouldn't be wearing a Speedo. I mean, they, they all look like you probably look. All right? We need him to bring that Tesla, though. Yeah. We need the Tesla. Tom! This guy's going to make you some money, pal. It's exciting. He's going to make yeah. us all a lot of money. Yes, he is. FatJackSports.com. FatJackSports.com. Already steering me in the right direction. Was going to go down the Michigan road. He basically called me an idiot to my face, but yeah. I wanted that. I'm I wanted, taking the I Oklahoma hate, baby. That's the kind of guy you want handling your money. Brutally if you're making honest. It, if you're making an idiot move, you're an idiot. You don't want him to be a yes yeah. man. Nope, not at all. Told me his producer was fat. <laughs> Wonder what that's like. Coming up next. The great unsponsored football segment filled with knowledge and fun. Brought to you by To Be Determined. Poor Tom. Tom's not fat. Pleasantly plump. Big boned. Shirtless. It's a Crowley show.